0: Thank you very much, Dr. Kamenetsky, Dr. The, the words of the topic, uh, college, often elicits very strong and, and uh, passionate uh, response. So if we want to try to conceptualize and, and, and contextualize the issue, I mean, We're not, as far as I know, going to find the the word uh, college in Shulchan Aruch. We're not going to find the word college in Gemara. So we're going to just try to identify some of the relevant issues, values, and uh, halachos, which we need to be mindful of in in trying to identify and uh, reconstruct uh, a Torah perspective on college we'll begin with some of the considerations which would seem to advocate favorably um, in favor of, of uh, college and then we'll um, try to look as well at the other side of the of the picture there is an obligation the fact that, that 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 we believe with all our heart and soul notwithstanding the that, <speaking in Hebrew> that decrees what tanosa, what sustenance and, and livelihood a person is going to have, on <speaking in Hebrew> is part of the the, the, uh, the verdict which HaKadosh Baruch Hu signs and seals in the Yam Narayim. But nevertheless there is an obligation to engage in his and, uh, The way HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the world, he chooses to channel things through natural means, and it's our obligation, as it were, to provide those natural means and those natural channels, which HaKadosh Baruch Hu then uses as a, as a conduit for his Baruch Hu so we have an obligation to, to make hishtablus for panas all the time realizing that it's not uh, that, that with all our hishtablus ultimately HaKadosh Baruch Hu decides with what measure of, of success to, to crown our efforts but we do have that obligation again to put in our effort to, to be industrious to take initiative to be enterprising in some our of we're not supposed to rely on uh, on, on miraculous means, Echovus Samalotha, the mission Pekeavos tells us. Similarly, Pekeavos again, we, we, we recognize Yose Talmud Torah in Da'ah uh, Cheretz. usually in 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 Chazal. Refers, we'll, we'll have occasion to, to refer to it in its more Hersheian sense soon. But in in its in context in Chazal, it usually means again that the effort to to earn a, a livelihood, to earn a panasa. So you Talmud to Torah that the 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 fitting and, and the proper balance which one tries to strike is integrating, balancing Talmud Torah together with with a, a, a job, a source of livelihood that, that the involvement in, in both pursuits and, and balancing those two involvements is something which keeps a person far away from, from sin now it's, it's obviously the case that not every source of uh, panossa requires a college education or, or a college degree that, that's certainly the case
1: on the other hand,
0: it's equally indisputable that in, in our world, the majority of, of professions, as an entree to those professions, certainly do require a, a, a college degree. If a person has a, a very good innate business sense, so then, well, that's not necessarily the case that, that, uh, that college is necessary or even going to uh, facilitate his uh, his attempts his shishtablus to, to earn parnasa. If a person is, is uh, good with his hands, he's uh, he has a chush for electronics or something of the sort. So it's obviously not the case that that every every avenue of parnasa requires college education. But again, it's equally indisputable that the majority do. And for many of us who don't necessarily have the, the aptitude or the inclination for those fields which don't require the college education. So clearly, clearly this would uh, present one strong consideration, one strong argument in favor. Now, just to, to anticipate some of the, the, the other side of the, uh, of the coin... Having banks is also a good way to, to make a living. You, you don't have to work too hard. You work one night a month or something, and uh, and, and, and you live well, and, and you don't have to worry about paying the mortgage. But, but obviously uh, considerations for panos are going to override if there's anything which is also about it. So clearly uh, clearly considerations for panos is not not going to to override that. So obviously that's uh, that that's an issue that 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 uh, we need to. And Bez a Sashem, we never will will address. But assuming that that's not the case, so then uh, again, considerations of Parnassa so, are, are one form, one strong uh, argument in favor. A second one, which one could be, um, which we could speak about at, at much greater length and, and much more elaborately than, than I think we will, is uh, one of learning Chachma. Again, because of its status as something which uh, which complements or which helps uh, or which helps adorn Torah, Chazal clearly identify that there is such thing as papiros, something which papiros uh, in a meal is something which is sort of the, the, the side dish which accompanies the, the, the bread which accompanies the, the staple of the meal, you have the staple and then you have the papyrus and the Chazam talk about kufos or gematrios translated rather freely and, uh, and, and uh, admittedly loosely as uh, science and, uh, and math that these are considered papevros The Gemara Shabbat that if a person is yodei if mazalos, if a person is able to uh, literally understand some of the uh, the circuitry of the of the heavens, then he's obligated to do so. Kihi <laughs> because this is something which uh, projects the wisdom and understanding of Claudius Yisrael of, 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 of Torah Jews before the, the, the eyes of the of the world. And this also again is something which is certainly a very valid and uh, legitimate consideration in in trying to construct what the Torah perspective in college is. Again, with the with the acknowledgement, with the disclaimer that's In theory, a person doesn't have to uh, enroll to to get educated. In theory, a person can just, you know, get reading lists and and read and doesn't necessarily have to be enrolled in in a degree conferring, uh, granting institution in order to get educated. But practically, the the reality is that that, uh, very few people That, that very few people um, succeed in, in that type of uh, self-education. But again, in, in theory, that that is an, an alternate track. But in practice, it doesn't usually doesn't usually uh, materialize. A third um, possible consideration this is a, a, a theme which, which one finds in, in various places in, in, in the writings of the Rod and the Brocha the mandate from Pasha's Brashas of the Chivshuha that when HaKadosh Baruch Hu creates Adam HaRishon so he charges Adam HaRishon with the mandate of literally conquering or subduing the creation, of achieving mastery over the creation. And the Rav, in in, in many, many places in in his writings, some of the the writings which were published in in his lifetime, some of those which have been published posthumously, certainly refers to the advance of science, the advance of medicine, the advance of technology, as a fulfillment of this mandate of of the Chivshula. So then it's not just that uh, the the college education is providing entree to certain professions, not just the college education as uh, providing uh, chosma, which again, there are sources in in Chazal that that, that certainly acknowledge and and, and validate and and value, but also the specific professions, again, for which college is necessary, which would allow one to... uh, To earn his or her livelihood in a way that simultaneously is also a fulfillment of this mandate of of the Kirshula. Maybe I'll just read you one or two lines. We are called upon to tell this community, not only the story that it already knows, that we are human beings committed to the general welfare and progress of mankind, that we are interested in combating disease, in alleviating human suffering, in protecting man's rights, in helping the needy, etc., we have always considered ourselves an inseparable part of humanity and we were ever ready to accept the divine challenge, Milo as fill the earth and subdue it, and the responsibility implicit in, in human existence. We have steadily maintained that involvement in the creative scheme of things is mandatory. These are I think three, three perspectives, again that of, of Parnassa. That of chokhmah and that of the mandate of, of the Chivshuha. Two of these and, and many others. I, I uh, just I, I was uh, reminded. It came to mind some 40 plus years ago of Shlomtzchon of the uh, the, the, the rab of uh, the, the Breuer's, and kahillah, authored a small, um, a little bigger than a pamphlet, a little smaller than a monograph, a. a um, monograph hyphen pamphlet um, entitled Elu of El, where he sort of uh, constructs a, a dialogue, a debate between a, a representative of uh, the Torah-only school, which disapproves of uh, secular education and a representative of the Hershian philosophy of, of Torah and Derah so there's one chapter here which is entitled "Some Tied Arguments." Tied Rashi Tevis V'Torah Daracheretz. So I'll just read you very quickly the the, the Rashi Prakim of the, the arguments that, that that he that he presents. Again, he also has uh, the counter arguments to, to to all these. Um, so number one, the lack of academic standing will lower the respect for orthodoxy in the eyes of the world, Jewish and non-Jewish. Two, the lack of secular education will deprive us of all effective means to combat irreligious tendencies in literature, press, or other mass media. One has to be able to engage on the same same level. Three, the lack of secular education will make it very difficult at this time and age to find normal means of income outside the religious teaching profession. That's what, what we've discussed already. Fourth, the lack of academic education will eventually result in the complete absence of orthodox physicians and psychiatrists, the result being that in the most delicate areas of our lives we'll have to seek guidance and uh, entrust ourselves to to people who don't share our, our our core values and beliefs. The lack of number five. The lack of Orthodox lawyers and economists will force Orthodox institutions and organizations to depend on transgressors, transgressors and violators of the Torah to become the spokesmen for holy causes. 6. No responsible Torah leader would wish to insist on a mode of conduct that cannot be realized in practice by most of the people most of the time. Yeah, just to elaborate that on that for a minute, this is a theme that, that, that you'll find that reverberates in, in, in the Rosh Hamish Droshas as well, that it, it's simply not realistic to think that Jews are going to remain cloistered in an economic ghetto in a uh, and, and limit themselves to a very few handful of professions. Ultimately, and I think uh, history has, uh, has corroborated, the recent history on these shores has, has certainly corroborated the, the, the Rob's feelings on this question. Inevitably, the so Jews are going to enter, whether it's professions of law or medicine or business, and if we don't show how that can be done in a way that's totally consistent and, and harmonious with remaining loyal to Torah, with being steeped and anchored in Torah, and we make it islam and either-or, there are going to be too many, uh, too many, too many casualties of, of such an approach. Number seven, are we not in need of principals and teachers for these high schools as well as for the secular departments of the elementary day schools. Even the most Hasidic Cheder must teach the secular subjects as required by the law of the state. How dare we entrust our children to non Jewish or non Torah true secular teachers and principals? We, we need to, to develop and cultivate our own people who are qualified to fill those positions. Number eight, the discouragement of secular education will also eliminate the Orthodox Anglo-Jewish press and all Orthodox Judaica and English in English from the book stands, which will offer only of literature from now on. There's a certain level of, of education that's necessary to generate this, this something that, that Baruch Hashem we do see in our day, this uh, English uh, Judaica. Number nine, science celebrates its greatest triumphs today. It dominates every practical aspect of our lives. If we deprive ourselves of all higher education, every every would-be scientist will look down on orthodox jury with derision and contempt. A sad and sorry prospect indeed. And finally, it seems that in our contemporary society, Torah and David offers the only reasonable hope of spiritual survival in a turbulent world without divorcing ourselves from reality it also offers the only chance to the modern Jew and Jewess for a renaissance movement back home to the eternal sources of genuine Torah Jewishness so that's Rabbi Schwab's um, presentation of the, 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 the argument in favor of advanced uh, secular education what's the other side of the the other side of the picture the other side of the debate certainly some of the areas of study in college are very problematic and in certain cases uh, outright uh, prohibited in Shulcharar in, 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 in uh, Simon Shin Zion where the discusses what type of reading material is appropriate for Shabbos what's inappropriate for Shabbos so some of the things he mentions he says are not only inappropriate and prohibited on Shabbos but they're prohibited all week long also and, and, and one such genre of literature is, is what's referred to as uh, Tzifei Cheshek which include uh, I guess Romance novels, or, or anything that has those kinds of scenes in uh, in in in, uh, in books, um, I guess the overwhelming majority of uh, all uh, modern uh, writing. Another another um, area, again, which, barring some overriding justification should be assumed to be off-limits. One of the sheish mitzvahs t'midya of both the Chayot Adam, and then after following in the Chayot Adam's footsteps the Mishn as well at the beginning of their respective uh, codes quote from the Sefer Ha'achinuch sheish mitzvah t'midios. there are six uh, mitzvahs which the Sefer Ha'achinuch has which are operative uh, 24-7, and as a matter of fact it says in, uh, in, in, in Svarim, at least those mitzvahs of these six, which are positive mitzvahs, if a person finds himself, he's not learning, maybe, uh, maybe he doesn't have a safer and can't remember anything offhand, or maybe maybe tired and, and needs to relax a little bit, that when a person has free time, so a person should should meditate, on, on these sheish mitzvot midyaz. Amongst the sheish mitzvot is is uh, belief in HaKadosh Baruch Hu Anokhi Hashem Al-Kafa and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, uh, created and, and sustains the, the world. Shema Yisrael Hashem al Hashem Achad and HaKadosh Baruch Hu is one a simple and absolute uh, unity to love Hashem to fear Hashem not to uh, believe in any uh, any other uh, divinities and the last of the six mitzvahs to medios, constant mitzvahs is from the, the last uh of Kriishma of Los Sasu achare levavchem Ba Akharein <speaking> Echem. <Hebrew> Khazal Seiva this is the Mishnah quoting the Seyfah Chinuch that said, Ommu Khachomim, Achae La When it says that we shouldn't stray after our hearts, this refers to as Apikors. Uh, heretical uh, heretical beliefs. Ubachwa Apikosis says the Sefa, and again, this is doubly, triply significant because it's a Sefah Akinoch which is quoted the Lahaloka by the Chayun and by the Mishnahbura, Ubachwa Epikosis who call machabos zaros shaheim heperdash any to to preoccupy our minds with any alien thoughts which are antithetical to the Torah. That, that that is included in the prohibition the same says of Again, now there are certain overriding considerations which at time are relevant, that, uh, that, that there are times when, when a person has to understand, members of the Sanhedrin have to understand the uh, kishuv and witchcraft and, and the like in order to be able to uh, to, to be able to, to paskin that, and that still comes up sometimes people are involved in, the, in martial arts and, and there are all kinds of questions about the, the med- meditating that they're doing. Uh, when, if ever, it, it crosses the line from just uh, meditation techniques to where it gets involved with uh, a certain system of, uh, of of belief from from the far east. So a person has to know and understand what exactly they believe and what exactly they're, they're preaching in order to be able to and whether or not uh, this crosses the line from uh, innocent meditation into the, the, the realm of, of Avodah or not. So there are overriding considerations of Dhamma if, if a person is going to be involved in Kirov and, and, and is going to be challenged, so certainly a person has to know and understand in order to respond and, and rebut. But... Leaving aside these considerations, again, the, the starting point is that simply to, to satisfy a uh, college requirement or, or the like, or in the name of the uh, of of humanistic education, so there is no dispensation to preoccupy our minds with thoughts which run counter to what the Torah teaches us, which are antithetical to Torah. Now, this is true, not, again, not because we are afraid, not because the Torah is afraid of, of any, uh, any challenge, A, the, 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 the same way we sort of intuit that it's not a good idea to smoke. Why shouldn't I smoke? You smoke, so the, uh, the, the, the smoke does damage to one's lungs. So I'll just smoke a little bit. Okay, you smoke a little bit, it does a little bit of damage. So the same way, when, when a person ingests physically, Makes a, uh, leaves an, an impact it makes an impression so we're no less impressionable spiritually than we are physically you take a, a, a cigarette a cigarette leaves, it, leaves its traces if a person assimilates a person ingests a person preoccupies his mind for whatever duration of time with something which is spiritually insidious Again, not because we 're afraid, not because we're afraid, but there's a certain reality there's a reality of what it is it's falsehood it 's antithetical to torah, and there's no reason that a person should preoccupy his mind with uh, with such with such thoughts. A second consideration is and this is especially um, i think pertinent to, to tonight 's topic is that again, while Torah and therefore we who are committed heart and soul to Torah are not afraid because Torah is true and therefore Torah can't be uh, Torah can't lose any debate Torah is divine Hashem it's eternal eternally true but it may be the case that on a college campus the professor who is uh, teaching uh, history of Near Eastern religion or who's teaching uh, biblical criticism may be more sophisticated in his understanding of those views machshav of those views which are antithetical to Torah than the 19 year old who only has the benefit of uh, a day school or yeshiva education may not be equally sophisticated in in his grasp of the truth of Torah. In, in a debate, the one who wins the debate isn't necessarily the one who's representing truth. It's the one who's the better speaker. It's the one who's more experienced and better trained in in making arguments. And if you take uh, you take someone with uh, advanced secular education and you pit him against 19-year-olds who uh, no 19 year olds in the audience so then we can uh, so we'll put, we, we, we can say it as it is how much does a 19 year old know ok so when we were 19 we were different we, we knew more but uh, how much how much do our kids who are 19 know what do they know uh, they're young they're wonderful but they're obviously in, in a debate so how many 19 year olds can hold their own with, with someone who's been uh, studying a field again albeit uh, totally uh, misinformed and and, uh, misinterpreting but it doesn't again, the one who wins the debate isn't the one who's always on the side of truth it's the one who's more experienced and more polished and comes across as being more sophisticated so clearly exposure to such things is a powerful, powerful argument again which is advanced and, and which one must must be mindful and, and sensitive to in, in opposition to, to college education. The in, uh, in in uh, I think one of the quotes it's in Parukei in Michele, um just looked it up a couple of hours ago and forgot it already, but I think the prospect <laughs> that, is that you should keep your, your the path that, that, you, uh, that you that that you tread upon should keep far away from it. the Gemara says this refers to minus this refers to radical beliefs the third i think major um, argument which uh, which can be advanced uh, against college again. The first was again those areas of study which which can involve uh, reading sifre uh, cheshek which have uh, unacceptable uh, again depictions of, of romance of intimacy and and uh, closely related to that the nivul the pair which one can uh, which one can and, and presumably inevitably does come across. Again, the, the more modern the literature, the more inevitable it, it seems to be. Second of all, the, the issue again of Loss of Surah Again, courses of study, again, whether it's uh, history of, of Near Eastern religion, whether it's uh, courses where, where, where Bible criticism is, is taught or any kind of uh, secularization of, of, of Tanakh, or, or anything of that ilk. And the third is that the general atmosphere of Pritzvot, which exists on, on secular campuses. What, what, what happens is... is um, I think as as desensitized as uh, I think as almost all of us unfortunately are because of just what we 're exposed to on, on such a regular basis in, in our society but but what happens in uh, on, on college campuses lo you monkey is super it's, it's it it was unthinkable by secular American standards forty and, and, and fifty years ago. The the, the and, and the Znuss and, and there's a whole it's a whole culture. It's not just that it happens. It's not just that there are incidents. That's the entire culture. The entire culture is that the the the, the weekend begins already on Thursday night and it runs through Sunday night and it begins with drinking. Drinking obviously, uh, whatever inhibitions are left, there aren't too many inhibitions left in, in our society. But whatever uh, whatever inhibitions or restraints might otherwise be in place, is is totally sacrificed to the drinking in in such excess, and and it's it's just unbelievable. And 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 to think that. That, that we can place children in, in such an atmosphere so Chazal say in uh, much less much Chazal talk, I think it's also about, uh, about a father who uh, gives his son nice clothing he dresses him very nicely and then he, he gives him a, uh, a purse full of, of money and then he sends him on an errand where he has to walk in front of a house of prostitution and Chazal say what does the father expect he places his son in this environment he gives him the the, the, the resources to sin he places him in front of temptation what does the father expect that the the son is not going to come to temptation of course he is it's only natural. The reason Chazal has so many Hachokos is because Chazal, in their wisdom, was so realistic. It's a hallmark of Torah that Torah is very realistic. We don't pretend that there's no Yetzirah. No, we know that there's a very strong Yetzirah inside of us. And that's why Chazal has so many so many uh, Hachokos. I remember uh, someone once showed me a column in a newspaper 30, uh, 30 plus years ago w- one of these um, all wise uh, um, advice uh, columnists who uh, sit in judgment of, uh, of the world and all, all philosophies and, and some, some woman wrote in how she's um, how her boyfriend uh, is, is an orthodox Jew and, and, and he's such a such an extremist and such a fanatic that he won't hold her hand and uh, how are you talking how is she supposed to function so the advice columnist in her uh, with her profound wisdom um, attested to the fact that uh, the newspaper gives her space and uh, gives her a column in the newspaper so what more uh, confirmation does one need of, of, of the person's uh, probity and wisdom than that so she writes back you're absolutely right and, and, and the person is such a crazy fanatic you're wasting your time with him so, what's the reality? So the reality is this. The reality is, again, the Chazal are very realistic about the Yet Sahara. As the eight Sahara so for a young couple to hold hands. Okay, On a scale of 1 to 10, it's a 3. If they hold hands, it's the eight Sahara. Now, on, the ten, to, to so the Yetzirah, on a scale of 1 to 10, a 5 to do more than hold hands. Chibuk Venishuk. And if it's Chibuk Venishuk, so then the Eight Sahara on a scale of 1 to 10 is no longer 5, but it's a 9 or 10, that they should uh, violate even more serious transgressions. So, chazal, very realistic. The eight Sahara is not something, we're not fatalistic about it, it's not something that a person can't control, it's not something which can't be channeled to Kedusha tahara, as it was intended. Yet Tzahara isn't intrinsically bad. That's what it says in the Geras HaKodesh. The didn't create anything which is bad. You can't say that the Kodosh Baruch Hu didn't create anything that's bad. When it means a Yei means it means an, an instinct, an impulse for something which is material or physical. But even that, again, when sanctified is good, so it can be sanctified, but it has to be done uh, realistically. But uh, to place children in, the, in an atmosphere of, of uh, such priests uh, and zinus and that exists on secular campuses, that, that it's very hard to come up with, with any answer or, or, or justification in response to that, uh, that objection. clearly there, there are arguments on, on both sides of the debate and as is often not always the case some things in, 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 in halacha and Torah black and white some things are absolute yeses absolute noes regardless of who's posing the question but as is often the case there are many areas in Torah and Halacha where the correct answer depends upon who's, who's asking the question. Um, clearly, if, if the question of, uh, again, advanced secular education, which, again, for all practical purposes, um, means college, if the person asking that is a person whose Masorah, Rabbi spoke earlier about uh, maintaining... <coughs> personal matters as well as the general overall matter that we have if that person is uh, of uh, of Yotze Ashkenaz that, that his tradition is the German Jewish tradition so obviously he's going to be on a certain track in terms of this question that if the person maybe is uh, grew up as a, as a Ger Hasid so that person is likely to be on uh, on, on a different track for two reasons a again because of the personal masora that one has and b in addition to the personal masora also it, also a very important consideration here is the how sheltered an existence one has lived until this point and 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 that certainly is a factor which has to be taken into account one, one can't uh, there's obviously a difference between someone who's uh, who's who's raised in, in, in one of the communities with which we're familiar as opposed to someone who's raised in uh, thank you very much. as opposed to someone who, who's raised in, in a more insular or, or sheltered environment so the answer isn't necessarily going to be the same for everyone. It shouldn't be the same for everyone. But whatever the answer is, whether a person's... whether the correct answer for any given individual is yes, he should go to college, or no, he or she shouldn't go to college. If one goes to college, so one has to be aware of all the arguments of those who say... That, that you shouldn't be going to college. One has to be sensitive to the fact that the, the, the fact that it's included in a college curriculum doesn't mean that we consider that legitimate reading material automatically. Erasmus isn't uh, the Tosak Achron on what we uh, should or, uh, or shouldn't, uh, shouldn't be, be reading um, while going to, to college. Again, if one goes to college so again, one has to be aware and sensitive to the issue again of to know if in the, the particular, uh, in, in, in the catalog, there are courses which clearly cross that line into the domain of that, that one has to steer clear unless it's again unless one of the dispensations that we mentioned is applicable. And and certainly one has to be aware of the culture which just sucks people in of immorality, which exists on the secular campuses, and and not to minimize for a second the danger, the spiritual danger which that poses to our, our children's spiritual life. Conversely, if one decides that college is not for him, maybe it's because of one's personal masorah, maybe it's because of one's personal background, and the culture shock to any college would be too much, or for whatever legitimate reason one may come to that conclusion, one has to be aware of the arguments in favor of college. One has to be aware of the to make his Shabbos Hanosa, Because while there's no question that going out into the world poses its challenges, closing oneself off, shutting oneself off from the world can pose challenges also. Chazal say in the last Mishnah in Kiddushin, that if a person isn't melamed as v'no umnus, he's If we don't teach our, our children uh, a trade by which they can uh, earn a living, so it's as if we're, we're, we're teaching them to, to be uh, ganoven, to, to, to be thieves. Okay, thievery comes in different forms, There's, you, can, you can hold up a bank or you can uh, defraud the government in, in, in different ways. The nisayon of being poor, of, of not having entree to enough professions to support a community is no less of an nishayon than the nishayonos, which are encountered whether in college or out in the workplace. So if one decides not to go to college, the same way if you go to college, you have to be aware of all the arguments against it to make, to make sure that one is steering clear of that. It's equally true that if one doesn't go to college, one has to also be very, very sensitive to and aware of the arguments in favor and one has to make sure that one has an alternate response. I think Rav Schwab in, in, in this uh, book that, that we mentioned before Elu va'elu says ultimately there is no hafra it's not that one is right and one is wrong it depends upon the individual as with all decisions a person tries to make the, that the decision making process should be as pure as possible a person tries to put aside biases not subjectivity in the sense of individuality but subjectivity in the sense of biases a person consults with people who know him know his masora know his or her family uh, background and, 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 uh, and upbringing and character and temperament and once one has as sound a decision-making process as possible, so then one dovens and one relies on the Haftopo, which HaKadosh gives us, that HaBoli Tohim is Thank you very much.